This is a very special edition of the Visit the Zoo podcast, episode number 83. Today we hear all things Visit the Zoo and Snake Island. Welcome, everybody, to the Visit the Zoo podcast, and my name is Frederick Fishman, and I am the host of today's Visit the Zoo podcast, as I am every week. I'm also the author of the 12-book, 120-animal Visit the Zoo series of, and that is how I usually start every single podcast. But I'm going to do things a little bit differently today. And, you know, in all of the episodes of Visit the Zoo, I've really not talked about all the things that are offered on the Visit the Zoo series. And today I decided I'm going to do that. I'm going to talk about everything, about the books, the audiobooks, the DVD, and like I said at the top, all things Visit the Zoo. And then I want you to hear in detail a little bit about what we're doing. First of all, it all started about three or four years ago. This podcast, by the way, has been going on for about a year and a half. started about three or four years ago when I went to the zoo uh, when we just moved here to the Tucson area and we were standing next to a, a young mother and her child and we were in front of a zebra enclosure. The, the little boy said to the mother, you know, what is that animal called? And the mother looked at it and she said, well, it looks like a striped horse. And right in front of her was a sign that described the zebra and where it came from and a little bit about it. And I thought, my God, you know, people don't even know what a zebra is. And I decided, well, maybe I'll write a little book. And a little book turned into 12 books. It turned into 120 animals. It took me about six months to write all 12 books. I put them up on Amazon.com and they are there today. They're there in both Kindle and also in print as well. And like I said, there are 120 animals in the series. And what I thought I would do today is just tell you every single animal in all the books so you know what it is that you'll be getting descriptions of, plus well over 300 photographs in all 12 books. In book number one, these are the animals. The red-ruffed lemur, the Dalmatian pelican, the Visarian warty pig, the elephant, rhinoceros, a little bit about some of the transportation inside the zoo on trains and boats, the African crested porcupine, camel, black-tailed prairie dog, and golden eagle. And also in that volume number one, I have a little history of the zoos and how they started and how they grew. So that is a little more of an extra content-laden book in book number one. In book number two, uh, these are the animals I discuss. Again, descriptions in detail plus multiple photographs. In book number two, I've got the lion, the impala, which is its prey, of course. Thompson's gazelle, which is also a prey of the lion. The spider monkey. I talk a little bit about gift shops. In zoos, cliff chipmunks, the Harris antelope squirrel, red-handed tamarind, Colorado river toad, and the pancake tortoise, the slender-tailed meerkat. In book number three, I discuss the Madagascar hissing cockroach, the Goliath bird-eating spider. Don't you love these names? These are great. Emu, zebra, spotted hyena, Andean bear, white tiger, orangutan, the red-handed tamarind, redneck ostrich. In book number four... The Black Leopard, White Alligator, the Macaw, Flamingo, Maned Wolf, the Tiger Rat Snake, the East African Crowned Crane, the Pattis Monkey, the Gray Kangaroo, the Water Monitor, 
In book number five, I discuss the Arabian oryx, the scimitar oryx, the attic's antelope, the white spotted puffer, the green moray eel, the arowana, ring-tailed lemur, chinchilla, Australian black swan, defasa water bug, a little bit about the children's petting zoo in zoos all around the world. In book number six, the monarch butterfly, the cotton top tamarind, American alligator, the javelina, the kirk stick dick, capybara, the lineus sloth, badger, the gravis zebra, and the hemadryas baboon. In book number seven, again, multiple photographs and descriptions of the desert bighorn ram and the desert bighorn mew. The okapi, great white pelican, Mexican wolf, bonobo, the green tree python, White's tree frog, say that five times real fast, yellow-backed duke ear, the Komodo dragon, and the Malayan tiger, and that's in book number seven. And in book number eight, the cougar, the ornate monitor, the lesser kudu, the tekken, the pygmy hippopotamus, secretary bird, the bontibok, the cantle, the fennec fox, and the giant panda. In book number nine, the Siberian reindeer, the cheetah, the clip springer, the southern garanuk, the burrow, the neotropical rattlesnake, the freshwater ray, forest buffalo, and the European white stark. And in book number nine, ending that up at the back, is the lion-tailed macaque. In book number ten, photographs, description of the Abyssinian ground hornbill, the pronghorn, the prevost squirrel, California condor, polar bear, the great egret, red river hog, the summerings gazelle, the southern hairy-nosed wombat. Yeah, there is an animal like that. And the blue and gold macaw. Beautiful pictures in that book, and that's in book number 10. In book number 11, almost coming to the end here, is the black bear, the lowland anoa, the American kestrel, which is a type of bird, the Indian peafowl, Nile monitor, Nile crocodile, the red kangaroo, the guanaco, the toad, and the Bactrian camel. And in the final book in this series is the Allen's Swamp Monkey, white-tailed deer, Allen's Swamp Monkey, the anteater, the great blue heron, the giant hairy scorpion, eastern giant eland, the African serval, the tercipielo, the wallaby, and finally the western lowland gorilla. And those are the animals in the 12 books of the Visit the Zoo series, again, in Kindle or also in print, and that's at Amazon.com. And links to those books, you can get it in two ways. First of all, you can go to my main website, which is at frederickfishman.com. That's me. That's F-R-E-D-E-R-I-C-K, Frederick. Last name is spelled F-I-C-H. M-A-N, F-I-C-H-M-A-N.com. Or you can simply go to Amazon.com and in the search bar, just type in my full name, Frederick Fishman, and you'll see all of the animals. Again, there are 12 books there, and I've been thinking about doing another 12 very soon. So there's 8.7 million species of animals on the planet Earth. So I've got a long way to go if I'm going to go through this thing. So those are the print books in the Visit the Zoo series. Now, what I've also done is turn the first three of those books into audiobooks as well. And you can get those by going to audible.com where you get all of your audiobooks. And you can search again by using my name, Frederick Fishman, spelled F-I-C-H-M-A-N dot com. 
and also decided about a year or so ago I should turn these books into DVDs. So I took book number one and I turned that into a DVD. It runs about 40 minutes or so. That you can also get by going to Amazon, doing a search under my name, Frederick Fishman. Excuse me, Frederick Fishman, F I C H M A N, or by going to my website at Frederick Fishman, F I C H M A N.com. And finally, I also decided because I have thousands, I mean thousands of animal photographs. Many of those I took myself and a lot of great stock footage photographs. And I've taken a lot of those images and I've put them into apparel. All types of shirts and long sleeve t-shirts and short sleeve t-shirts and hoodies. Plus a lot of things like mugs and computer covers, mouse pad covers, frisbees and you name it. So the best way to take a look at all of those is by going to my site called zooswear.com, which will give you links to the four stores that I have all of these items and all of these images on all types of apparel and gear. And you can get to that by going to zooswear.com, Z-O-O-Z-W-E-A-R, zooswear.com, where you can get all of the apparel that you're maybe interested in with the great images. Some of these images are photographs and some are illustrations. So you can make your choice. So that is all things Visit the Zoo. Bathrops Insularis, the golden lancehead viper and is the king of snake island off the coast of brazil and it is one of the most and deadliest snakes in the world and i ran across his program on youtube not too long ago on 60 minutes australia which featured this island and this snake and that's basically how this segment got started when i watched this and what i want you to do is just listen to the little bit of the beginning of this segment at least the audio track splash of green in a sea of brilliant blue. Comada Grande, off the coast of Brazil, is a tempting patch of paradise. But this place, better known as Snake Island, is off limits. All are banned from landing here, unless you have special clearance. If the signs don't warn you off, the residents will. All 4,000 of them. Hidden in the trees and camouflaged on the ground, these are the Golden Lancet Vipers, one of the top 10 deadliest snakes in the world. You don't want to be bitten by these snakes. With these snakes, it will be a particularly painful death. You're going to die screaming. You're going to die screaming. Great. So why do you want to go anywhere near them? Comodo Grande is the mecca for venomous snakes. But talk to the local fishermen on the mainland, and Snake Island is a place of legend, a place only fools would venture to. Yeah, which I am not. I'm not a fool. And I would not want to go to that island where absolutely nobody is allowed. The Snake Island, or the official name, 
is Guamata Grande, and it's in the Atlantic Ocean, and it's 21 miles off the coast of Brazil. It's uninhabited. People are barred from the island, and only 430,000 square meters is what's above the water. It is subtropical, and it has a mild climate. Why is it uninhabited? Well, because of the golden lancehead viper. On that island, there is one of those snakes per square meter of land. There are an estimated 4,000 snakes on that 430,000 square meters of land. They inhabit mostly the forest portions of that island. There's also a smaller population of the non-venomous savage snail eater snake, which of course feeds on snails and slugs. So let's talk about this beauty, the golden lancehead viper, the snake itself. The name comes from its unique head shape. The nose comes to a point. It's yellowish in color, and it's not that long. It's only about 28 to 46 inches long, but it's also deadly for that small size. The lanceheads are responsible for more human deaths than any other snake group in North and South America. The venom is hemotoxic, which means it eats away flesh and tissue. It causes inhumans swelling, pain, vomiting, blood in the urine, intestinal bleeding, kidney failure, and death. It's a subtropical snake and it lives on this island, not only in the forest, but also in clearings and shrubs. It likes the rocky terrain. The very brave members of the Brazilian Navy sometimes visit the lighthouse just for maintenance, but they get off quickly. The predators of the golden lancehead snake are spiders, lizards, and sometimes brave and stupid birds. Lanceheads are principally hunters of birds on those islands. The bite it injects the venom, then the tissue dissolves, and then they feast. They share the island also with various species of frogs. They are considered critically endangered. So that's a little bit about Snake Island and the Golden Lancehead Viper. Let's go now to our final segment here in the little bit elongated episode of the Visit the Zoo number 83. And this is a poem by Scottish poet, current Scottish poet, John Burnside, who is inspired by nature and environment and the ecology. And he's won numerous awards for his poetry and his writing. And in keeping with the nature of this episode, I pulled out a poem of his called Snake. As cats bring their smiling mouse kills and hypnotize birds slinking home under the light of a summer's morning to offer the gift of a corpse. You carry home the snake you thought was sunning itself on a rock at the river's edge. Sun-fretted, gracile, it shimmies and sways in your hands like a muscle of light. And you gather it up like a braid for my admiration. I can't shake the old wife's tale that snakes never die. They hang in a seamless dream of frog skin and water, preserving a rhythm of heat in a bone or a vein, a cold-blooded creature's promise of resurrection. And I'm amazed to see you shuffle off the woman 
I've known for years, tracing the lithe hard body, the hinge of the jaw, the tension where sex might be, that I always assume is neuter when I walk our muffled house at nightfall, throwing switches and locking doors. And that is a wrap for this edition of the Visit the Zoo podcast number 83. And I want to thank you very much for joining me. And remember, as always, please subscribe, rate, review if you listen on iTunes or wherever you listen to the 15 plus podcast directories or at zooanimals.info which is our home site and I also want to thank you very much for listening to the first part of this podcast where I discuss everything visit the zoo and how we got started again the two sites the most important sites that you can go to for links is my author site which is at frederickfishman.com last name is spelled f-i-c-h-m-a-n or if you are interested in any of the apparel go to zooswear.com z-o-o-z-w-e-a-r.com for links that will take you to all of our stores so again thank you very much for joining me here on the visit the zoo podcast and we will see you again next week Bye-bye.